I don't know why I start these podcasts. I have like um, been in meetings all fucking day. I've been talking mm-hmm. all day. And for some reason, every time we start the podcast, maybe it's because we talk for an hour beforehand, hour beforehand. Mm-hmm. that I start the podcast and I'm just immediately hoarse. Like, I'm just yeah. like, there is something in my throat. And it's not. I have the same. Corona, because I've been tested three times over the last week because your girl was in self-isolation oh until today. <laughs> that's 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 Oof. beside the point. Anyway, I haven't been tested once. Well, lucky you. Thank <laughs> well, don't you. don't brag. Thank you. I'm glad you don't live in a virus-infested place like I do. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Rena, if you had to fuck a Pixar character at gunpoint, who would it be? <laughs> I love that you're bringing gunpoint to this immediately. <laughs> you could do it voluntarily. If, there's a vol- if, you, if you are thinking of someone and you're like, that's the one and I wouldn't need to be on death's doorstep for it I then mean <laughs> you can't say you cannot say the Brittany Broski TikTok because we're not doing that <laughs> no I, like, I, like I would fuck a car like I like formulas well enough but I'm not at the point where I want to like fuck them not yet, not yet. just wait till the end of the Grand we'll Prix <laughs> yeah exactly um I mean it's an easy answer and I don't need the gunpoint to it either. Which is weird. Is but I'm like, you know, it's the energy of the day. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> nothing I say can be held against me at court. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is off the record. You cannot be questioned in the witness stand on this. It's that It's that guy from um, Monsters, Inc. Oh, no, I was going to say the guy from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> is it? Sully. Sully. I was gonna say Sully as well. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> We're friends for a reason. <laughs> easily. And not easily, at gunpoint. Easily. <laughs> not willingly. <laughs> willingly, consensually, passionately. <laughs> we have admitted in here that King Kong is six, so... We don't really have anything to lose. Yeah, exactly. Sully is like one step from King... Sully is prettier yeah. than King Kong, and I'm not afraid yeah, to say it. Yeah. It's we, the, love, got kind we love eyes. a man who knows how to use color. No, Rita. Rita, Rita you know what it is? We love a... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. We love a single dad. <laughs> I don't know how to go to the real podcast from all of this. There are tears streaming down my cheeks. Like this. Hey, welcome to Swamp It Up. <laughs> the podcast where, what the fuck do we even do? We rate we t- movies. Um, I, c- I could do the whole start. Hey, <clears throat> welcome to Swamp It Up. This is the podcast where we rate every single movie known to man against our accepted Shrek cinematic universe, which is Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. We are your hosts. I'm Rena. I'm Mari. Thank <laughs> welcome you. Welcome to the show. We got through. Fucking we got efficient. through. I feel like that was um, our shortest cold open, but also our most um, poignant. Poignant. 
I hope this is the episode all my friends at work listen to this podcast. I hope this is the uh, episode my dad finally listens to, like, to start <laughs> off with. I don't have to fear for that. <laughs> it's good to come from a country where the older generations have very limited grasp on English. Well, here's the thing. I follow... My mom made Instagram recently, and my dad recently followed our Instagram account. So I think we are three seconds away. Like, the moment we do... A, and here's the thing, Rita. Okay. Here's... First of all, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just like, manif- like, I'm, what do you call it? I'm um, prophesizing something into existence. What <gasps> do you is- call that? I'm making my own truth real because mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge is the, it's- is a movie that my parents adore. It's the ultimate <laughs> mom movie. It's the ultimate That's mom the thing. movie. And my dad also loves Moulin Rouge. So um, if you're listening to this, Mariana Jan. It's like this every episode. Who are me kidding? I also hope this is the first time my colleagues listen to the podcast. Oh, that was me. That was me. I hope this is the chrysalis episode. I hope my professional workmates listen to this and they're just like, this person, like, like you know, it took her three months to talk in meetings. And now, and now we're hearing this from her. I applied for a project this morning, actually. <clears throat> and in my CV, I did that's somehow so much worse than anything we've just said. <laughs> because you know what the thing is? It's the time frame of it. You submitted it today. The mm-hmm. episode comes out in uh, like nine, ten days. Mm-hmm. By that point, you'd think someone has cast their eyes on at least your resume. I hope they've listened to, they only listened to the like Pride and Prejudice one. Like they go, like they, if they, if they even do it, they go through yeah. that like now. Yeah. Don't wait until next Tuesday, please. <laughs> please do not listen to the episode on May 18th. Here, if you are listening to this podcast because you have current, you have recently read my CV, turn, <laughs> oh God, actually, you don't have to turn this off anymore. The worst is already happened. The worst is over. If I, I can't say this us, is not me. Yeah, I was going to say, if you work with us, you know enough but, now. Mari, I'm thinking, am I a little bit attracted to the chameleon man too? You know, this is where I draw a line. This is it. This is my line. I realize that that does not do it for me. At all. But I would go for the snake lady. The snake lady. The snake hair lady. She's cute. She. Oh, she's cute. She is cute. She's nice. I almost feel like she's too nice for me, you know? (laughs) She deserves better. You may may actually fall in love with her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I think Lizard Man is a little bit too lizardy. <laughs> that's a, that's too a, scaly for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a. It's just like the personality like intrigues me a little. Someone who likes a good villain. We all love a good villain, but this is like you know he is. You know what the thing for me is. You know what the thing for me is. I'm mm-hmm. scared of lizards and amphibians. I'm not yeah. scared of like snakes. Like I, I vibe with the snake. I can't deal with lizards, like small lizards. And yeah. he moves in that very lizardy way, and that's where I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Good for you, but it's not for me. I've seen so little lizards in my life. I don't really have an, a lizard opinion. It's because you live in Scandinavia. Yeah, I was raised amongst the lizards. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lizard man. I was raised in the rainforest for a big chunk of my childhood. Yeah. And there were so many lizards and frogs to the point where it somehow came back around and made me scared of them, which is ridiculous. Well, it isn't ridiculous because they were all poisonous there. So, you know, but I'm also scared of normal frogs that aren't poisonous. So I just realized if we hadn't outed this episode as the Moulin Rouge episode already, we could have like 
stopped recording here, done uh-huh. a new intro, <clears throat> and then saved this intro to when we eventually do Monsters Inc. Because <laughs> who would, like, we can, can you tell this is this the conversation. episode? Can we can circle back to this conversation. We've only we've only graced the um, acquaintance of three of the characters, and there's a lot of monsters in Monsters Incorporated. Mm. So we have more monsters to analyze. We'll put a pin on this conversation. We'll put a pin yeah. on this. It's okay. We'll stop talking about it. We'll go to how are you coming to the podcast today, and we'll come back. To, we'll circle back. Yeah. When we're ready. I am coming to the podcast. As donkey. When he turns into the horse, because he's excited. Here and then it's temporary, and he turns back to the donkey. And here's why: <laughs> I'm fine with who I am generally. I like, I vibe with myself. But uh-huh. currently, I'm going through like this weird. I feel like kids would call it glow up, because I have this intense need to just like do shit. So I have booked myself a hairdresser. I'm getting my first tattoo this month. Me too, mm. bitch. <laughs> I cannot stop thinking about purchasing clothes, even though I very well know that I don't need any. Mm-hmm. I am considering makeup looks <laughs> that I have never even entertained before. And all of this is... Oh, I've started acupuncture too. First, like... I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Been fun, I think. Um, and it's just like all of these are kind of like, like, you know, <laughs> time to, to let the inside reflect the outside. Uh-huh. Which I feel like is what Donkey Moon feels too. But I know it's temporary. I know I will dye my hair this once and mm-hmm. I will not retouch it for the next two years because that's my pattern of behavior. So this will be a very temporary... It's my birthday month also, so I feel like maybe there's something there. So mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through the 27-year crisis. It's a classic. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, I'm going to like temporarily like focus so much on how I like my looks and then I'm going to like abandon it come June. And that's my that's the circle donkey to horse to donkey journey. <laughs> the donkey to horse to donkey pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> How are you coming to the podcast? I have no fucking idea. And like the moment you said that you had a good answer for this, mm-hmm. which was before we started recording, I was just thinking like, I don't know. I just genuinely don't know. Because the only thing that I, I, I've been, again, I've been in self-isolation for, um, about a week now, mm-hmm. I want to say, um, which has given me ample time to do nothing but play yes. Ace Attorney for literal hours on end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know who I am anymore. I <laughs> think I might be. Do we have a... Who do we have? Do we have an attorney? That's what I'm thinking. Like I'm like, who gives out the most lawyer energy? For some reason, I want to say the big bad wolf. I want to say the Big Bad Wolf too. I also want to say the Big, big, big Bad Wolf because uh, he's like asleep in the tower and just like chilling there mm-hmm. in his own self-isolation. Yes, but making the most of it. Making the most of it. And, you know, you're not... I, because I live in a country where they don't really like properly reinforce the things, I yeah. can leave if I want to, but I choose not to because yeah. I 
don't want to spread. You're a good citizen. Something. Um, and this, uh, the wolf doesn't either. The wolf's just chilling, reading his magazine, and I'm just chilling, consuming so much fucking eternity <laughs> that it's making my brain rot. <laughs> um, I don't know how us. my Sims, um, Sims 3 obsession plays into the horse to, no, donkey to horse to donkey, donkey pipeline. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Sims 3 is the superior Sims game. Come fucking at me. <laughs> <laughs> please, please send all video game related um, uh, opinions to Swamp It Up on Twitter or Swamp It Up on Instagram. We will happily debate you, especially right now if you talk to me about Ace Attorney. I will literally talk to you about it for hours because, again, I have done nothing but play Ace Attorney. For the last seven days. It has consumed you. It has consumed me in a way that I feel like I'm going to become like the really bad evil villain in a open world RPG where like you have the normal version and then you get the super version, which is just like, you know, black smoke coming out of my eye sockets or whatever. And I become really big and it's just me as a lawyer. See, I was thinking more like you're a witch who's being burned at the stake, but in like a sexy way. (laughs) <laughs> if you think about it all witch burning is kind of sexy yeah. <laughs> I mean have you oh my seen God. Castlevania <laughs> killing oh what was her fucking name oh god I can't wait for the next season of Castlevania and I'm not afraid to say it mostly because the original writer was fucking fired for being an asshole and his and, and, and a creep and the third season was awful and I want to believe it's going to be good again yeah but we're not talking about that. We're talking about something that we... I don't know how we're going to pivot to this mm-hmm. energy. Because we are at the opposite energy of we, the we that we are We n- could not be further away. I think the closest we are right now is to the like a virgin number. We are the like a virgin number, actually. We are just yelling yeah. in a big group, looking at... Thinking we discussed the around. same thing, but we don't. We're not talking about the same thing. There's we are underlying all, things that we're not addressing at all. motives. Mm-hmm. That we don't seem to be aware of. You want to bring everything to Ace Attorney. I want to bring everything to Sims. And <laughs> we are trying our hardest to do neither. We are trying so hard yeah. not to talk about lawyers or home renovation. Mm-hmm. That is killing us. <laughs> not even so home so renovation anymore. I'm focusing home on... making. sorry. Legacy. I'm going to build, <laughs> build a family tree that will, will rival the Greek gods. <laughs> That is my promise. You will rebirth Olympus from the ground yeah. fucking up. Exactly. Um, Less incest, have... but like... <laughs> Less incest, but there's only so many characters you can have in Sims. Yes. Does uh, Sims 3 have terraforming? What was terraforming? Where you make mountains and oh, stuff? Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Animal Crossing. Yeah, you can that is swoop same, right? things up. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I, okay. Maybe that's We're my final game. Ace Attorney does not have terraforming, and that's the only fault that it has. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Is the movie we are aiming to do this podcast. <laughs> we are we really trying. try our goddamn hardest. I love this movie and it has not been clear because I can't concentrate on it. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Believe me when I say it. And I am now going to explain what happens in it. There is... A, there was a boy. There a very special a boy. 
Um, and his name is Christian, played by Ian McGregor. His best role? Yes, you are correct. Um, who moves to Paris, becomes a writer, joins a bohemian troupe, goes to the Moulin Rouge, falls in love with the girl that works there. Her name is Satine. She's a courtesan. Um, but Satine needs to uh, seduce the Duke for money reasons. I don't quite remember. To get, uh, I think- get into the, like, starlet get career. The, the like, starlet get, career, to, but there's, there's an also... Yes, that too, but also... the theater. But, like... Right? Yes, but also... That that was it. I was going to say, because Zidler also has the ulterior move, motive of, like, wanting the Duke's money, I yeah. think. So Satine has to seduce the Duke, accidentally seduces Christian instead. Mm-hmm. Um, they then together manage to get the Duke to fund their um, their spectacular, spectacular show. Their bohemian so, play. Called Spectacular Spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's great. About a penniless sitar player. I know, I literally know the lines of this I movie. I am literally off my looking heart. at this like in wonder because, like, if we reflect on the earlier episode, I don't know where you're suddenly gaining this coherence. <laughs> I can literally hear the lines in my yeah, brain. You're as like I almost speak. like quoting the movie. I am literally point. so close. Well, Penniless Sitar Player is what the term yeah. actually is. Um, and they manage to get, so they make this, the they make Spectacular Spectacular, um, but the entire time, uh, Christian and Satine are falling in love, because it's, of course, they are. Mm-hmm. But the Duke is obviously super, super jealous, because Satine is beautiful, and he wants her for himself. So yes. then um, Satine has to kind of just, like, go with it, and then that's when El Tango de Roxanne, the, arguably the most famous song mm-hmm. in the entire movie, ha- takes place. And she, it doesn't, it's mm, uh, bad. Mm-hmm. It's not a great encounter, but um, but Satine gets saved by the um, Argentinian man. Yes. And um, gets to take, and they uh, go and do the show and it's all fine. <laughs> but then it's yeah. not fine because Satine is TB <laughs> and she is overcome with consumption and has it as slowly as the second half of the movie happens, mm-hmm. she finds out that she is, in fact, dying. Gonna so die. She coughs into the handkerchief, and the handkerchief comes back red. And there is a moment where, like, you know, one of the ladies turns to Siddler and is just like, she's going to die. Yeah, like, and it's in, all very dramatic. Unt- like, we need to time it until <clears throat> the end of this um, show. <laughs> we need her to push through the show. Yeah. As Freddie Mercury and the cast of this movie say, mm-hmm. the show must go on. It must. And Christian, by the way, has not been told that Satino's dying. So the yeah. entire time, he's just like, what the hell's going on? They go through the entire show. It's a massive success. And the curtain closes and Satine fucking dies. You forget an important part. What did Christian I Christian being like, because Satine does this whole thing like, oh, I don't love you. Oh, shit. I, I cause, forgot. Because she knows she's dying. Oh, God. So she, she says to Christian that I don't love you and I want to be with the Duke. And yes. I was just like a whore, essential, or like yeah. you know, like I don't care. I was playing with you because you wrote this play, and I used yeah. you. Although of yeah. course she doesn't mean it. Then Christian yeah. has like a whole fucking thing thing where he's like thinking about it. <laughs> Christian breaks onto the stage in the middle of the performance. Yeah, He's come what made to her, yeah. getting her to. I can't believe I forgot this. Like throws getting, the money at her. Is like yeah. This is what I paid for this when is, I yeah. Like exactly. When we he's were horrible. Together. Turns around, is about to leave, and then Satine is like. Sings Come what fuck, yeah. their song. Kings their song. Sings their song. Come and that's when me. they have the massive last musical number. And that's when they reunite. And that's when the curtain closes. And that's, that's when Satine, when Satine dies. dies. And then we cut to Christian being 
sad and depressed. And writing the movie. a book about it that has been and, the movie. Surprise! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd also like to add that sorry that my audio is garbage, but I don't have my mic with me and won't mm-hmm. have it for a couple of episodes. And if you don't like that, then suck it up. Listen it's to fine. old episodes. We're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> God, y- y'all listen to TikToks and the voice quality on TikToks is terrible and you can do it for four hours straight. So you can live <laughs> with an hour of like subpar podcast recording. It'll get better. It always does. Except for that Kristen, was a call out whose to life me. is literally... I'm the y'all know, no who fun. has TikTok and watches it for four hours. You what? Yeah, I was going to say... That was, you, that I was, was going to say, like, are me. you just talking about yourself? Yeah. I feel like you're just like um, projecting yeah. your own insecurities onto this podcast yes yes to our listeners <laughs> to our listeners um so how we do it on this podcast is that we have six different categories the categories are story character setting soundtrack moral studio lore we give each one of them a grade we tally up all the grades together divide them by six we get the final grade and we see how close the movie gets to being as good as the shrek cinematic universe was a shrek one the shrek two and that's the fastest i've ever done it we have somehow like come back tapped into some energy yeah. that is like it's, it's, what, that was not there at the start. It's the respect <laughs> it's for the this respect. movie. I do respect this movie. Mm-hmm. I like. I have a deep respect. Well, okay. I know that like... <sighs> I have seen people talking about how the movie doesn't hold up anymore. And I'm just like, you know what? You need to kind of let go of like pretty mm-hmm. looking thing well you have to let go of what you think is you have to get into the amelie mindset you know you yeah. have to go back to the early 2000s you got to think of the bright lights the fact that you know s club Seven's really popular at the time yeah. like it's a different time and the and only way need... to portray drama is like red exactly <laughs> and yes every <laughs> Nobody's See, perfect. This is like <laughs> I'd rather have this as my like nostalgia movie than anything made by Disney. And I'm looking at the <laughs> Disney adults. So don't like if you this if you think Disney call out up, to anyone who gets really excited about going to Disney World at age like 25 or older. We're going to move on. Our first category is story. <laughs> God, what a, we're we're like so aggressive. Like <laughs> so aggressive today. I feel like we're <laughs> This is like us if we, you know, did cocaine. Yeah, but without I feel the cocaine, like I've this had is like us seventeen boardroom of cappuccinos in yeah. <laughs> just a row of like after like not sleeping for three the days. The energy of like an eighties boardroom meeting yeah. to this episode, and it's not warranted okay. at all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's story. Go. Story. Story. Okay, let's, go. let's go. We have a framing device, which is a story being narrated in a book that's how shrek starts too and that's That's how shrek ends they live happily ever after it's a book that opens and a book that closes and literally in moulin rouge we have christian telling the story that he's writing sad in an apartment because art is torture torture is art and art is torture you can only write good things if you are heavily traumatized by your Mm -hmm. past experiences we all know this and moulin rouge knows this buzz lerman knows this we know this (laughs) Oh yes, there is a uh, oh like a love track like there's a there's a yeah. love story where there's also a third person who is trying to get in between the lovers. It's not a love triangle; it's a love like. But it's also thing? yeah, it's intervention it starts as 
the unsuitable candidate being seen as the main candidate. Yeah, And then exactly. the, like, scruffy, poor man <laughs> coming in <laughs> and being like, I'm actually the love of your life. The scruffy plebeian comes in and, yeah. like, says, like, actually, it's me. And then the princess, in this case, it's a sateen, would be like, is like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get with this guy instead. Like, yeah, you know, I don't fuck need the duke. Your, your money. Fuck the lord, fuck the duke. Go for this guy mm-hmm. who seems to be way more into than the other guys. Yeah. Um, and who, also, he writes like, fun songs and Shrek mm-hmm. knows the way of the ogre, so they both have like something that attracts <laughs> the princess <laughs> exactly. and the courtesan. And they get together, and and it's okay up until a point, and then Moulin Rouge goes wrong again. <laughs> well, I will have to say they do live happily ever after, at least for Satine. She dies <laughs> right there she lives when they're together. Ever after by dying yeah. three seconds after they get back together. And Shrek and Fiona do live happily ever after, as far as yes. we're concerned, with little twists in a way, but still happily ever after. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. I'll take it. Um, there is. Um, a... <sighs> oh, we have a father figure. Or a father, like I think they're both fathers <laughs> and not father figure, who's trying to like orchestrate things how they think it should be. Zidler is not the fa- is not Zidler's father dad. figure. Father figure, yeah, yeah. I always keep like I I always mix up. It, it, it would be pretty fucked up if <laughs> it was. <laughs> it would be. I mean, you know, like it's uh, who knows? You know, I don't know anything about parenthood <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> You're right though. There is a father figure who yeah. is trying to orchestrate everything according to his plan. How and he the plan turns out go. bad and then mm-hmm. he goes and says should I was wrong. Saves the day in a way. Mm, the king does not save the day. He, he takes a bullet. <laughs> that is literally the fucking <laughs> textbook description for saving the day is taking- I literally actually forgot <laughs> I was so blinded by hatred for the king that I forgot that he literally took a bullet for Shrek well good for him whatever doesn't make him a redeemable character in my eyes mm-hmm. he's still a crappy dad a sniveling um, fuck <laughs> Nibbling we are fuck. aggressive today. He's still John Cleese, so why does that really change? Yeah. Um, I had a point. Oh, yeah. The, there's an element of performance to um, mirror who they actually are. You've got the penniless sitar player, who is Christian, mm-hmm. and you've got the knight that Shrek pretends to be. Who yes. Is. So Shrek pretends to be the knight. Also, in a second movie, Charming pretends to be Shrek. There's a lot of, like, you know, um, performance, but, like, just to focus on Shrek pretending to be the knight, it's kind of like a metaphor for, like, he is eventually the knight that saves Fiona and gets with Fiona and gets the princess. Um, So his performance becomes reality in the same way that the penniless sitar player is a metaphor for Christian. They manifest it. Yes. (laughs) I also have to say, and I know Shrek 3 is not part of the accepted cinematic universe it is but not. i'm pretty sure they pull a moulin rouge in that because i swear to god they have a stage play that is led by prince charming and prince charming You're uses right. it to like try to kill and manipulate people and i know 
No, no it's not Prince Charming. It's isn't it uh, Justin Timberlake? No, because I think Justin Timberlake is who they actually want to be the king eventually. It's Prince Charming in the third Shrek movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, Should we Google this? I no, it's not the Shrek. No, it's not part we of don't the know. Canon, yeah. We can't know until we watch the movie. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not um, saying it should be counted towards points. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking like if you are between a higher point and a lower point, maybe at that point you will be like, oh, I remember this one, and it will affect me to give a higher score than that I could. I could could have given anyway because I was torn. But now my heart rests what at the ease. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know how teachers do the thing where if you have like an A or a B, uh-huh. and then they're like, well, that one time <laughs> you really tried hard with the presentation and it wasn't good, but I could tell you tried hard. So I'm going to give you an A because I was kind of torn between the two and I couldn't really decide. So I just <laughs> decided to decide in your favor. So I'm saying. You know what? The only thing is just saying now is like you telling me that the teachers actually liked you. <laughs> <laughs> I was a teacher's pet. I was furious, furiating. Shall we grade the story? Do we not have anything else? And we blasted through it like nobody's business. Well, I think, at, like, we have, like, gunfight in the end. <laughs> Shrek 2 has, has, has magical, like, there's, like, the gun element of, like, you know, a bullet can, like, there's the threat of the bullet. Everyone tries to get the gun so they can shoot someone christian do they try that's to shoot, true, shoot that's christian? true that's true that's true it's the same as in shrek 2 where fairy godmother tries to shoot shrek with the magic bullet but like mm-hmm. it's stopped in the end both of them stop it in the end yeah okay now now we're making great <laughs> okay i'm like so i feel this i feel okay you go first 76. What the fuck? I was going to say 60 max. Oh, I, I'm feeling like, this. Okay, go with it. Uh, okay, it's the 68. It's the, it's, the, it's the romance. It's the... The romance does give high love points. Love triangle without love that's, triangle. That's true. It is very Shrek 1 in that sense. And Christian like, also, just saying this, Christian enters a world he doesn't know. A Shrek this is enters true. the world he doesn't I know. think what's informing me is the next category, which is characters. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, the... Like yeah, the barely Christian, any. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Christian satine romance is not like Shrek and Fiona. Like, the dynamic is very, very different. Unless you made satine Shrek. Because Christian is fucking all out. Is like... like open and ready he has no qualms about just going for a set team that's you know fair. shrek has I mean, so much like more reservation a, yeah shrek is repressed but if you take shrek the repression away christian, he falls in love immediately this is true but christian is like ready to be known <laughs> it's yeah there to be perceived yeah and satine is a lot more hesitant satine is the one who's like you but know that's not part of the story i know I already had, i'm in the, i'm in the next category already you didn't give us a f- score. Yeah, I did. 68. Oh, God. <laughs> you just I attention. just blacked out. I feel like I blacked <laughs> out. <laughs> you just blacked out for a moment. 
Um, yeah, no, I am there. I am uh, mm-hmm. mid-characters, baby. <laughs> okay, well, let's pick it up then. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> Shrek is not Christian. Shrek is not Christian. But Satine is Satine is Fiona. more Christian? Because mm? she has that, like, vibe of, like, she enters the plan as like you know it's it's been foretold and it's a profitable one and it's the way it should go is that i married the knight who comes to save me that's the kind of like courtesan ma- okay. finding it sensible to marry the rich man like the you know it's true like she is quite fiona and like she's kind of like had her path laid out for her like and she's calculating kind of like, yeah she is calculated and she is okay with being the kind of like the person who is doing all this yeah that is that whose life has been in like, a way take the decided. role of the princess yeah and then she finds okay. her true love and she learns that there's more to life than what she originally thought yeah which for satine is like actual love and not just the fake love she's been living in her whole life and for fiona is like i i i can love someone and be an ogre and, f- and, like, in a way, Satine also kind of gets, like, what she wants, not just love-wise. She gets to be the star. She gets to be... She's gonna go down in history books as the lady yeah. who died at the end of the successful play. Exactly. And, like, that's actually kind of different from Fiona. Because Fiona oh, actually, wants yeah. to be human. And, and like, but, like, I'll, I'll, give the, I'll give the romance aspect. Like, that fits. Mm-hmm. But there is, like, this sense of, like, you know... Does she want to be human or does she want to be loved? For real? It's the, it's the human thing just to. Yeah, but Satine on the surface wants to oh, be actually, a star yeah. and then becomes a star. There's no. And like she also wants to be loved and that's also part of it. Yeah. But she gets gotcha. her leading role. Um, Farquaad and the Duke are interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would change if you replaced the Duke with Farquaad. It, the it would be a bit more predatory, but still the same. Yeah. Harold is the king. They're both ha- called Harold. <gasps> I just oh realized that I said that. God. They are it- both called Harold. When did Moulin Rouge come out? 2000, uh, <gasps> 2001. Yeah, 2001. <laughs> Why have we done so many 2001 movies? A year of Harold. Um, I think because we go to a lot of movies from our youth that we, are, we were born in the mm-hmm. mid-90s. Um, it came out after Shrek, so <laughs> as far as we month. are concerned, Shrek is the blueprint. Shrek's the, well, Shrek 2 was when we got introduced to Harold, and Shrek 2 was in oh, 2003, fair. 2002. Um, we have, like, the a whole bohemian troupe, which is literally just characters there for being fun, and that's the same as the fairy tale. Fairy tale card, yeah, it, it's... Like, the, it's Again, nothing would change. <laughs> nothing would change if you changed if they, all if the they Bohemians switched places for um, the fairy tale creatures. Because they also all have like a general shtick that they like use. You know, like it's the one who falls asleep all the yeah. time. Yeah, and it's the one who's and it's Pinocchio with the nose, yeah. and then you got yeah the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Okay, so that works. Mm. Do you have any other important characters? We can't forget. No, I don't think so. Like, no, we don't. Well, we have the courtesan who's kind of jealous of her. A little bit mean oh, at times. Oh, you've got the, yeah. 
Or the dancer. I can't remember. Yeah, her but she's like not very. She's prominent. not prominent she's enough to be to fairy make... godmother. Yeah, no, not at all. You've got a fairy. You've got the green fairy. You have. We we literally have Tinkerbell in Shrek. Yeah. Who, by the way, is played by Kylie Minogue, which I did not know. Did you not? No, I didn't know. She looks. She's Kylie Minogue. Okay, here's the thing. I don't. I know who Kylie Minogue is, but not in the same way other people know Kylie Minogue. Like I'm not as invested. You were maybe too young when the na 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 na. No, I know that song, Rita. Because that, I'm convinced that was my earliest gay awakening song. <laughs> I was fucking. I didn't know who it was. I didn't know that was Kylie I was Minogue. Like, I was obsessed with that song and the music video. Like obsessed. I've never seen the music with video. With the clothes, with the dance, with everything. I thought it was the best thing in the entire world. So yeah, she seared into my mind. <laughs> So yeah, I know who Kylie Minogue is. <laughs> well, good for you. Thank you. Um, I but yes. Oh God, I did. I oh God, do I know that song? But I did not watch the music video. You should um, treat yourself on this Monday <laughs> Eve. <laughs> um, I think that's all characters, eh? Yeah. No shrunky dynamics. No, there's no donkey. Yeah, we there's no donkey. Don't have a donkey, but I think it's because Christian doesn't. It's so single-mindedly focused on mm-hmm. Satine that you don't really have He almost a, doesn't um, have a personality outside of it. He is the inversion of the... Of the... No, actually, maybe he is the actual meme of I want the rewards of being loved. And then it's like, well, you have to submit to the mortifying <laughs> ordeal of being known. And then it's like, no, I want the... Rewards of being loved, and he's just yeah, he's actually just stuck to the I want the rewards of being in love because there's no he really just like wants mortifying to be in ordeal love. He for him. No qualms about the mortifying ordeal of being known. He is known. Oh, and he, like that's the, he's I think known that's from like, the start. That's the thing. He's yes. known from the start, and I think that's the thing because he Shrek needs Donkey for the moments without Fiona, right? Like yeah. he needs him to play off of that. He doesn't need that because he is no. all in from the start. Yeah. And you know what? I respect it. I think he's kind of cool. He's, he's not one cool, track mind not like cool we are. <laughs> but he's kind of he's kind of just like you know uh, how you say hyper focused. I, I know. I was gonna say Satine is his ace attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Satine is his ace attorney. <laughs> oh God. Okay, grading. Um, Weaker than the story for sure. Forty. Forty. Six. Okay. That's a 43. Did you hear Fiona that? Fiona is like there, I think. Farquhar. Yeah, Fiona's pretty good. And, and Harold's. Duke and Harold. The Harold's. Got a lot of minor characters. We don't have Shrek and Donkey, and that's a pretty big that's a thing. Big. We don't have a Shrek. We don't have a, a Shrek. Donkey. We don't have we a Donkey. Don't have a We're probably quite high for a movie without a Shrek. I know. I regret it, but you know. Done deal. Can't We're go done. back. That's the way we... this show goes. It's the fucking 80s boardroom vibe that we got going on. Mm-hmm. It is cutthroat. We got to keep going. Yeah. The next category is setting. Because the stocks are going down. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> um, do you want to, do, do you listeners want a fun story in which Rita was text, texting about <laughs> stocks? <laughs> I was, I was, I was suggesting that we should bring back, like not canceling, but like proper public humiliation instead of guillotine. And I was like, let's bring back stocks. Let's, let's. Introduce stocks to this uh, society. And my answer was like, stocks still exist unless I've missed something really big. 
Not yeah. knowing. I didn't know what stocks are outside of literal, like... You know what they look like and what they were used for, but you didn't know they were called stocks. I didn't know the thing where you put the hands in the head, you know, the hands in the holes and the head in the hole, and you have to sit in the medieval town and sit there and... Mm -hmm. What? Think about your mistakes for a couple hours? I didn't know that was called stocks. I know, like, guillotines and killing all the rich is, like, hot right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we should go back to our roots. Yeah, I feel... I'd like guillotine, sure, but I think we lose more people with the idea of guillotines than we gain. But if we put Elon Musk to the stocks and people could go to the, I don't know, fucking center of Los Angeles, is that even a place? And you could throw like rotten tomatoes at him. That would be so sad. Like, what kind of a cathartic, like, feeling that, that would, would be? That would be so like, cool. Like, I don't need the guillotine. I could insult him to his face and throw him with tomatoes. And then after a while, he would get to leave and live with that trauma for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, he'd go deal <laughs> with that. Try to have fun with your money then. <laughs> Here's my proposal. Abolish prisons, bring back stocks. Yeah, please. I was There was a moment today where I was sat looking out the window, not working. Mm-hmm. Um, during my work hours. <laughs> and you I was just thinking about the pauses. fact that like um, I was thinking about Ace Attorney <laughs> and the fact wow. that there's a character listen there's a reason for this this is my thought process mm-hmm. I was thinking Ace Attorney then I was thinking about uh, Max Galactica which is my favorite name for a character ever mm-hmm. Maximilian Galactica um, and I keep calling him Max Guillotine and I was just thinking to myself I'm getting a tattoo in like four weeks yeah. Um, and I haven't like properly like one hundred percent like committed um, no made like what the tattoo is. Oh, yeah, committed like, to the just... idea. Yeah, committed to the idea. And I was just like, what if I just pivot and get a guillotine tattooed? That was my That would be process. fucking choice. I want a guillotine tattooed. And no, I want really socks. sexy of me. Huh? <laughs> I want stuff. <laughs> like, like empty stuff. I got a guillotine. <laughs> Like, what's stopping me from just getting a guillotine tattoo? Nothing. No reason. Just... Imagine a guillotine on your, like, calves. Like, how sexy would that be? Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, <laughs> a leg guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go imagine guillotine tattoos. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can when we, we please... get 10,000, I don't know, some things. No, um... we already, no, 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 no. We already said that 10,000 followers. I think, Kit, like, our friend has an actual screenshot of this. If we get 10,000 followers on Instagram, we have to get Farco tattooed. Which oh, is right. a terrifying possibility. It's 5,000 like, followers and we do guillotine because no, that's actually no, a more pleasurable one. No. <laughs> no, the lower we go from 10,000, the more plausible it feels to be. And it's scary. Okay, I'd rather take guillotine than Farquaad. Farquaad feels actually, like a too. punishment. Okay. Okay, 5,000, we get a guillotine. 10,000, mm-hmm. Farquaad is in the guillotine. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to tarnish the guillotine. <laughs> okay. He gets. He okay, gets fine. to live someplace else. Guillotine, ten thousand Farquaad. We go back to the. Uh, we go back to the original offer. I know. I sound like a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> We're like negotiating our own terms with, with like, what's the word? Imaginary people, essentially, because we're, <laughs> we're not even listening with right now. <laughs> we are literally we debating nothing. Mm-hmm. We are just saying words. 
Uh, but that's a podcast for you. Okay, the podcast let's, essentially. Let's, let's move on. Nothing. Let's move on. The stocks Setting. are going down. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. The setting is such an aggressively romanticized version of Paris that it is incredible. It Only is. people with Baz Luhrmann and my own mind could ever create something that I looks love like that this. you bring yourself <laughs> into. <laughs> what because if someone, if someone has romanticized Paris oh, to oh, an oh, insane extent, yes. it is Mari aged 16 to 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could have a you essentially have a degree in romanticizing the romanticization in Paris. There is nobody like I um because of like family, I have been I am in France constantly. Mm-hmm. Um and I like I like France to like a degree, but I love media revolving around France. Yeah, to an obsessive degree. The the experience of living in Helsinki, our go to holiday destination, my family <laughs> staple for years, has been us going <laughs> on a fucking booze cruise, <laughs> sleeping the night on the boat. Arriving in Sweden at 10 a.m., leaving the ship for five, no, seven hours, going to the Stockholm city center, visit the same three stores we visit every time, and then, like, a wild card activity, which is, like, a Mm -hmm. museum or a theme park or another museum. Then returning back to the ship, spending another night on the ship... And then being back home. And that is like holiday heaven That's to me. That's your baby. <laughs> That's my holiday. Like, I keep telling people that I literally miss those cruises so much. Like, right now, I'd rather go on a cruise than fly someplace, like, cool. And you just don't get it unless you've been, like, living in, like... Mainland Europe travel. Life. Like, yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, I think, like, the Netherlands... The Netherlands holiday tra- destination, and this is like outside of like the fact that I have close family living in the country in mm-hmm. France. But what all Dutch people do is they take a tent and go camp in France on camping sites that only have Dutch people. <laughs> so you're essentially in warm the Netherlands. Oh, that's <laughs> and it is actually the funny. Fucking worst. I have done it so many times in my um, teenage years, and I cannot. I, it's, first of all, sleeping, every time I've done this, mm-hmm. it has rained and my tent is flooded. Like, every <laughs> single time, and there has to be like four times I've done this, and every single time my tent is flooded. And the stupid campsite filled with Dutch people by the sea, and it's not like even like nice France, it's not like yeah. the Bordeaux or the Provence, it's like some shitty part, <laughs> like, to like a fucking lake. Yeah. And it's it's all like for dry. the clout of saying you went to France <laughs> and that's it. And I'm just like, why would you do this if you could also just, like, stay in Amsterdam? <laughs> um, setting. setting. Yeah, we're back. Romanticized. So I'm yeah. sure Shrek is, like, also, like, commits to the aesthetic fully. And that's yeah. what Moulin Rouge does. It commits mm-hmm. to the aesthetic. It very much does. And there's a whole reasoning behind it's it. stylized. It's, it's pretty. Because there was also, like, the whole, like, how it's, like, Christian believes in, like, bohemian and love yeah. and everything. So it almost, like, Paris looking so pretty is kind of, like, his projection, projection of what he thinks Paris is. Yeah. And then fairy tale land looks like a fairy tale land because it's a fucking fairy tale land, yeah. you know. There's reason why it looks the way it does. Exactly. Yeah. 
happy people singing all around. That's it. That's great. Uh, 70... 70... 78. 70. 74. <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Um, Baggin. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, iconic. Iconic. Um, Three, like, whenever people are like, I'm done with jukebox musicals. I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. But, but have you, don't you know seen Moulin Rouge? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I, I definitely 100% get it. But I don't think any jukebox, like, Moulin Rouge is what all jukebox musicals should be forever. Yeah. That's it. Like, this is the, literally the best you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. We don't need, yeah, that's the thing. We don't need any other jukebox musicals. Jukebox no. musicals. I love being so fast, I can't, like, say <laughs> words. I love how the words can't come out fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally don't know what else to say. Like, there's so many. Icon- come what may, iconic. Am I? Am I dumb for thinking that "Come What May" is an original made for the movie? It's not. It's not. I know it's not I because have of. Always thought that it was an original. It's like the only original song in the movie because they keep like I. I don't know why. Well, I don't think it is just because of. Um, well, now I'm starting to doubt myself. Is Come What May an original song? I always thought it was. Ah, Come What May is a song composed, da-da-da-da-da. Originally intended for the film William Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet. However, it was first heard publicly and is best known as the romantic love theme from Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge. We have Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade, iconic. Iconic. Now that's a music video I remember. Yeah. Oh, that again. <laughs> I remember. I remember like reading like the specifically the YouTube comments to that music video. Oh my god! Like that was the time when I was like into like the comment section because I was like yeah. twelve or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, people are talking about Maya? Christina Aguilera. Ah, Christina Aguilera. Um. Um. Like a Virgin, iconic. Roxanne, mm-hmm. iconic. Mm-hmm. Roxanne, to me, is more iconic than the original in this. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Like a Virgin, I know the original well as well. Like, a lot of these songs, I know the original quite, to some extent. But, like, with Roxanne, I know the original. Yeah. And I understand that it's an iconic song, the original. But this one. <laughs> Maybe this also... I- Actually, no, that's for moral. Um, but yeah, we have diegetic singing. Oh boy, yeah. do we have diegetic singing. We have performing. Yeah, we, we have, have literal stage show. Yeah. We have people playing instruments. Yeah. We have, we have it all. We have a whole galore. And we have a returning motive, which is the song mm-hmm. Come What May. Come What May. They keep exactly. building it throughout the show. And the, yeah. like, it's a thing. It's the same as the motive in Shrek, you know? We hear it at the key parts. Works for the story. Literally, the story is built <laughs> around the songs. Um, even maybe more so than Shrek. More so than Shrek. Because yeah, um, the music is more important than it than the music is in Shrek. Yeah. Also, the, um, the songs are weird in the context that they happen in because it's a historical yeah. context and they're like yeah. more or less contemporary pop. Mm-hmm. Like so Shrek. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Postmodern, baby. Postmodern, if you will. It is a very postmodern movie. Right? It's great. Yep. Oh. My first instinct is so high, it scares me. I'm giving it 92. I'm going to give it a 90. 91. Because, like, I... It would be, like, closer to 100 if... It but it is way too literal for the songs. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's not, like, it's still a musical, and yeah. therefore the music is like this. The jukebox helps, but, like, this is very... In Shrek, the songs are an afterthought. Yeah. Perfect afterthoughts, but, yeah. but like, you know, still. Okay, moral. Okay, this was my thing. What if this movie is, like, our socialism awakening? <laughs> you know? Because the entire thing is, like, Satin, like, rejects the money and mm-hmm. like material gains and th- they mm-hmm. have built the entire musical around the story actually being the one where the princess ends up like taking the money and the material gains and then Sarin yeah. rejects it rejects it inside the play and in mm-hmm. her own life mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know love is love all you need Love is all you need. Love is a <laughs> splendid thing. All you need is love. All you need is love. If you will. That song was not So, like, that could have been, like, baby musical thing. No, it, baby, baby socialism thing. Baby's, <laughs> baby's first socialism. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I guess. I guess to an extent. Like, it's very, um... You know, there is this sense of, like, you know, f- freedom and, like, you know, do whatever. Follow mm-hmm. your heart and follow your dreams. That's kind of, like, the thing. Yeah. Like, if you want to become a writer, become a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to become a star, you can do it if you... Is this the American Dream, the movie? It is. <laughs> is that in it Paris? Is. It is. <laughs> um, a Shrek has that to, like, you know, they reject... Well, the establishment. The establishment. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's also this... They don't have the same... I think them choosing to be two ogres living in the swamp... Yeah, okay. ...in the state of things is them doing exactly what they want. True. But they don't, like, celebrate themselves in the way that... Okay, the fair. Yeah. celebrate it's themselves not, in this movie. It's not, this is us, or what... This is me from The Greatest Show. <laughs> No, neither movie is, and thank fucking God for that. <laughs> I cannot believe The Greatest Showman is not a jukebox musical. Well, that's a different uh, different topic. Can't believe um, Greatest Showman is. <laughs> just exactly. is. Why is Greatest Showman? <laughs> Why did we have to get that one? <laughs> There's not very much of that whole... Well, maybe... Actually, no, there isn't, because... The, Christian the, think, doesn't accept Satine as a courtesan, essentially, because he gets so jealous. He's like, I can't do this. Yeah, he's not very sex worker positive. He? <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> he would not a support... Lot, a lot of people aren't, in fact, in this movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that the moral... Actually, if I think about it, the moral is, like, something, something about love. You know, something do anything i would do anything for love god there's a fucking quote i can't remember right now not in the movie 
but something like you know Wait, experiencing there is, quote, there is a quote in the movie that's the entire fucking moral of the movie oh my god what is it are we dumb dumb? The greatest thing you'll ever, ever learn love. is just to love and love in return. That's Be loved return. <laughs> that is it. Again. They say it at the beginning and at the end. That's the moral of the movie. And also that oh. way. So it's like, even if the other one of you dies, it doesn't negate the love. Exactly. Also, can we just like take a moment that I quoted that perfectly yeah. in one go? Again, the I know the greatest thing so well. you'll ever know. It's just, it's just to love. Ever learn. Ever learn. It's, it's just, just to love. And be loved. And isn't that what Shrek and that's is? Shrek have? is. That's what Shrek is. It is what Shrek is. It is submitting to, to the mortifying or the mortifying ordeal. And reaping the benefits of love. Yeah, it's reaping the rewards of love. Let's give this a grade. It's not. <laughs> don't judge a book by its cover. It's not. There's some, so, there's some judging in this. <laughs> 70 again. 80. I'm going to give it 80. It's 75. Okay. Studio lore. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, no. John Leguizamo has an energy of being in Shrek. Who? John Leguizamo. Whoops. Oh. And Jim yeah. Broadbent too. And now I need to check if either Again, of them are. Again, it's the early 2000s of it all. Like, they all could be in Shrek, and we wouldn't yeah. know, right? So it's not based off of anything specifically, right? It's based off of, like, um, the idea of vaudeville and musicals. And, like, Baz Luhrmann was like, it's also inspired by Orpheus and Eurydice. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ugh, aren't we all constantly inspired by Orpheus and Eurydice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> aren't we all constantly, like, overcome with, like, the Greek tragedy of it isn't, all? Isn't that the human condition? Yeah. Here um, is, sorry, is Ice Age DreamWorks movie? Uh, yes, but I think it's like, no, yeah, it's DreamWorks via, blue, what is it called? Blue something? Okay, like yeah, blue John Sky? Leguizamo is in Ice Age, so he, right. yeah, I think he could have been in Shrek, but he hitched himself to that project first, and he couldn't do Shrek after. <sighs> but the energy's Tough, there. Uh, one holds up and the other one doesn't, buddy, but that's, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. on you. <laughs> I think it counts that, like, this was made in the, like, this was released a mu- like within a month of Shrek. Yeah. You know, 2001, first half, pre-9-11, mm-hmm. um, April-May times, that's when I... Th- oh, actually, <clears throat> let me double check this. I think they premiered at the same thing. Oh. I think Shrek and Moulin Rouge both premiered at the Cannes Festival in 2001. I was wrong. I got hopeful for a moment. I was like, they both premiered at Cannes. Shrek did not premiere at Cannes, and Moulin Rouge did. Shrek premiered at Man Village Theatre. Well, you know what? If anything should get the the, the palm, yeah. it's Shrek. I have two fun facts. Okay. Sad fact and fun fact. I will start okay. with the sad fact and work to the fun fact. <laughs> we have another movie where cast members have been injured previously. Oh, God. Kidman injured her ribs twice um, when filming the dance sequences and suffered from a torn knee cartilage. 
Ooh. Um, resulting from a fall during the Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friends production song. <gasps> oh, no. And uh, apparently she also broke a rib while getting into the corset. Because they tighten it as much as possible to get the like specific 18-inch waist. Oh, <clears throat> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but so then- she was not having a fun good time. No, she definitely was not. But yet she pulled a performance of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Maybe she projected the, the, the pain into TB. Perform- mm, yeah. I was, yeah, okay. But I will now draw you the fun fact. Okay. The production also overran its su- shooting schedule and had to be out of the Fox Studios in Sydney to make way for Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Oh my god. So even Which McGregor was just McGregor, like down there in yeah. Sydney for a long time. Yeah. God, imagine like a movie like Moulin Rouge having to make way for a Star Wars prequel. <laughs> I also like remember that interview with Ewan McGregor on the red carpet of Moulin Rouge. I think it was Moulin Rouge because he was with Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Um... And he he get he gets told what the second Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones, is called, and he oh audibly God. laughs at the name. <laughs> I think I think it was the second. I think it must have been the second prequel or the third one. I can't remember. He like he gets interviewed about it and he's like, "This is what the name's gonna be," and he just laughs. He oh my God, That's so funny. He and has like the funny. wildest energy. I really I have a lot of time mm-hmm. for him, McGregor. Like, out of, like, Scottish actors from that time, like, he, to me, is, like, more special than James McAvoy. I don't know why I'm pitting them against each other. Yeah. <laughs> but they deserve to be pitted against each other. Um, and I just, I don't know, I really, really like him in this movie. Yeah. I know that it he is... has no personality except for, like, oh, I'm a writer and I'm in love. But sometimes but, that's like, enough for a guy. Specifically, is, if he's your, like, main character, like, what a refreshing like yeah. take to have just like He's just, just to love the buddy. yeah and like aren't we all like isn't that just beautiful yeah um this movie the, performed well in the box office pretty well also shrek and moulin rouge had very similar budgets they both oh. had 50 to 60 million nice and both do with that what you will well maybe that's the secret to a successful movie i think this is the first time in Weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks mm-hmm. that we have had a movie that is not based off of a book. Oh my god! That's like true. we do not often have that. No, I'm just looking the back. World existing as a IPs. Whole like this have is that. an original piece, and I don't think we've had that since. I'm just having a look right now. Mm-hmm. Wait, some like it hot was based off a book. Jaws was based off a book. Uh, Amelie was that original? Um, yes. Amelie was the last time that we had an original. Completely original script. Yeah, I think so. God, that's been such a long time. That it has. I'm getting so excited about this one thing. Hold on. God no! I for for, for a hot second I was like, did Shrek win Best Picture at the Academy Awards? <laughs> what universe were you in that you but just here, glimpsed into no, it's for not, a moment? But I that was it. truth. Mulan Rouge lost to The Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship oh. of the Ring at the 74th Academ- <laughs> Academy Awards. As did Shrek. Another... As did Shrek. So oh, I, I think... think I'm nominated for Best Picture. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 
so they have we have like them going head to toe in all the award categories essentially or like the awards not necessarily I competing like each early other but early 2000s still. like oscars has such a different vibe to, to the oscars now mm-hmm. like obviously it does but the fact that they're like you know they're a lot more blockbustery they are they are yeah because we have like they were at the time yeah and now it's like you know a lot of movies that like and there's nothing wrong with that either there's a lot of movies that that i you know haven't heard of until i hear the oscars yeah and that time it's like fucking moulin rouge lord of the rings who the fuck cares put it all in (laughs) yeah and just like can we be done as oscars as is and like publish a magazine once a year that says these are good movies that came out watch them exactly and like i was gonna say like I wouldn't want that now either, like the early 2000s mm-hmm. model, because that would be that Marvel would get like Best Picture and I would have to die. Da- just every single time, die. like every year, and that every same year. day, you would just yeah. like cease to exist <laughs> exactly. for like three hot days. I would have to blip out of existence for It that wouldn't night. be Hot Girl Summer, it would be Sad Marvel Spring. <laughs> <laughs> sad Marvel Winter. <laughs> sad Marvel Winter, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's grade this. Like, quite um, different. I think, like, 30. Not a spite movie at all. But not like a spite they, movie. Yeah. But a loved movie. Yeah. And, like, like an artist, artistic um, gamble. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick to 30. Yeah, same. 30. Okay, I'm going to tell you... Did we have a penalty for injuring your actors? Which are no. our current penalties? Okay. Our penalties are... Piss penalty? Uh, piss penalty, and then I have minus five, but I haven't written what it was for. Because I feel like we might have, like, had that for the, like, girl in sharks. No, Jaws! (laughs) (laughs) The famous 1979 movie, Sharks. Sharks? Maybe. Actually, you're right. Okay. Um, I'll I'll add it. I'll add it to that. So it was, because I remember us laughing that piss penalty was worse than, like, (laughs) Injuring a real human being. <laughs> yeah, injury on set is now minus five. Piss fel- yeah. penalty remains minus ten. Because, look, one we have to watch. The other one we have to watch and then find out yeah. Right after. Yeah. Um. So you want to tell us what we're watching next week? Oh, yes. This has been a long time coming. Oh. I feel like we have trained for this movie. If I say our whole, whole lives... I won't be exaggerating, but like that's more like life level. And I know I have seen this movie a couple times. You have not. But I feel like seeing it in the context of this podcast and seeing it in the context of it being the year 2021 and I'm no longer a 14-year-old film ho, um, it will be interesting to see this. this. Is this a Wes Anderson movie? No. Oh. We are going to see how Shrek measures against the single most important white boy movie. Oh. Do you have an idea? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. I, I'm we, down. This is, we are I'm testing our, like, swamp it up, like, this is putting it to the test, the swamp it up mm-hmm. meter. But I feel like it was the time. It's May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna. It's it's no it's longer gonna, gonna be May. It is May, and it's currently May. It's time for um, Fight Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this episode um, was brought to you by Bad Energy. 
<laughs> chaotic. Extreme chaos, um, but extreme love for Sims, Ace Attorney, and Moulin Rouge. Single dads. And Single dads. <laughs> what was the thing? Sully from Muncie's Incorporated. <laughs> no, but there was something else that was our brand too that I forgot. Love. The mortifying, mortifying deal, ordeal. deal of being it. known. Yeah, that's so, it. So, you know, just remember, the, the, the greatest thing you'll ever learn. <laughs> it's just to it's love. Just to love. And, and be, be loved, loved in, return. in return. We will bring this energy to Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to just waltz on in there with my Moulin Rouge adult brain yeah. and be like, hey guys, oh, now is the we time. Had a little, we had a little, we had a little something we had to reveal. I was going to yeah. say, like, we had something. It's been a weird week. I've been two ill weeks, for a actually. lot of it. It's been two weeks. We took last week off because I was ill. Life. Um, and... B- you know what? You know, here's the thing. We didn't watch Moulin Rouge this week. We didn't watch Moulin Rouge. This is the first time we've done this where we haven't watched the movie that we were reviewing. We simply were not able to. Rita was on a deadline. I was unwell. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we both trusted our fucking guts when it came to this movie. can I just say, I, I know this movie... Inside and out. Mm-hmm. I would never have had to watch it. This is what it shows. As you saw from me summarizing the movie, I know this movie without yeah. having seen the movie. So I think we're fine. Um, so, but if, you know, if enough people hate us for this and want us to, re- to actually watch Moulin Rouge and do this properly. Yeah. Um, tweet at oh us and God. pump it up or DM us on Instagram. This is like our up. own M. Night Shyamalan movie where it's like at the end you get the reveal and they're like, I want to watch the movie again so I know the yeah. reveal. <laughs> you know the reveal that we didn't see the movie for this episode and you can go back and listen to the episode and see if you can catch us on uh-huh. lies and mm-hmm. tomfoolery. Yeah. And hear us saying we want to fuck Sully again. <laughs> <laughs> listen to that it's a joy for everyone involved um that's, cool. thank you for yeah, listening that's all. so if you disagree, if you're angry at us let us know on our um instagram twitter swamp it up um tiktok swamp it up what if i make tumblr a swamp it up oh god <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> maybe we should it's where i think i will are. I'm 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 knee deep in there, and like, what's you another couple well. more hours spent? We might on as well get some sound bites of us talking about who from Pixar we would most want to make passionate love to. Yeah, that's TikTok material to down to the T. Hey, this is editing Mari coming from you beyond the episode. Um, we forgot to say that um, we created Moulin Rouge um, <laughs> and said we were so focused on ourselves and our own nonsense that we forgot to say that Moulin Rouge got a 63 and a half um so good for Moulin Rouge that's a pretty decent grade uh quite high mm, wish we discussed it on the podcast but you're gonna get here now back to the episode oh yeah God. thank you for li- listening <laughs> been a been a real doozy y'all it's been an episode thanks for listening I'm gonna guys. go play sims now I'm gonna play Ace Attorney who are mm-hmm. kidding bye, bye. <laughs>